This is episode 69 of Teacher Approved. You're listening to Teacher Approved, the podcast helping educators elevate what matters and simplify the rest. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. We're the creators behind Second Story Window, where we give research-based and teacher-approved strategies that make teaching less stressful and more effective. You can check out the show notes and resources from each episode at secondstorywindow.net. We're so glad you're tuning in today. Let's get to the show. Hey there, thanks for joining us today. In today's episode, we're talking about what you can do during the summer to help your future self and sharing a teacher-approved tip for taking care of those you care about during the chaos of back to school. We start our episodes with a morning message just like we used to do at morning meeting in our classrooms. This week's morning message is, what is your go-to lunch on a school day? Emily, why don't you go first? Well, these days I don't have to pack a lunch anymore, thank heavens. But when I used to do that, I'd very often bring leftovers or sometimes frozen meals like lean cuisines, you know, the fancy <laughs> dining. <laughs> yeah, I am 100% a leftovers girl. If I am going to the trouble to cook, I want to get as many meals as possible out of that. 100%. But there was a year when I was teaching and I was like so sick that whole year. So I literally just had a cup of cottage cheese every day because that's all I couldn't manage. <laughs> uh, living your best life. Yeah, huh? you know what? <laughs> we have some responses from our community and I have to say that everyone suggested really healthy options. So maybe only the people who eat healthy lunches <laughs> responded. <laughs> So if you don't eat as healthy as all of these responders, like, you're probably not alone. So Cherie said turkey or chicken wrap, yogurt, apple slices, and peanut butter. That does sound good. It does. Carol said, I make a pot of soup on Sunday and eat it all week. Such a good idea. Carrie said factor 75, which I've only recently heard about these. I think it's like frozen meals that get delivered. Yeah, I had to look it up. They have quite a few options. It looked yummy. Maybe we'll have to try it. Heather said turkey and cheese sandwich, a classic. Christy said leftovers from dinner, and she purposely makes extra to pack. Very smart thinking. Haley said egg roll in a bowl or tuna with crackers and veggies. Very clever. I like the egg roll in a bowl. I've heard that's a good one. Amy is very relatable with her answer of coffee. (laughs) She says, so bad. I know I just have a hard time eating during the day, and then I'm famished at three. (laughs) That's a lot on an empty tummy. Nancy said hummus and pretzels and a cheese stick. And Monica said chips and guacamole every day. I never tire of it. <laughs> and in Monica's honor, I actually had chips and guacamole for lunch oh, there today. You go. Once I read this, I was like, oh, I want some chips and guacamole. <laughs> We'd love to hear your lunch ideas, healthy or not so healthy. So please come share them over in our teacher approved Facebook group. The past few weeks, we have been talking a lot about planning your summer. And that may feel counterintuitive. I think a lot of us want a summer that's light on the plans because the school year is planned to the minute, right? So, yeah, of course, we want our summer to feel freer and lighter and allow room for spontaneous picnics and popsicles if you're a more spontaneous person than I am. (laughs) But if we make zero plans, we are just drifting. And the problem with drift is that it sets us up for trouble. Right. If I don't have any preparation in the summer, then once fall rolls around, it's a frantic dash. Some people thrive on that, but it wears me out fast. So then I start the school year already fraying, spending nine months trying to catch my breath. And when summer rolls around again, I'm so exhausted, I insist on three months of no plans. And the cycle just repeats itself, right? 
I came across a quote somewhere that was like, we can either deal with it when it shows up or when it blows up. Oh, yeah. And if we are not intentional with our summer plans, we are definitely leaving ourselves to the mercy of blow-ups. So what do we need to keep from blowing up? Well, obviously there's school stuff, and that's what we've been talking about. There's curriculum mapping and lesson prep and setting up our classrooms. If you go back to episode 65 of our podcast, we walk you through how to make summer plans that include time for both recovery and back-to-school readiness. But we are more than just teachers. Despite what our students may think, we do not live in our classrooms. Mm, Even if it feels like (laughs) we do sometimes. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about what you can do during the summer to make life easier when school starts. We are big fans of the idea of giving a gift to your future self. We talk about that all the time on the podcast. Somehow that just feels more motivating than doing something because I know I should do it. I'm doing it for my future self. I'm giving her a gift. That is very motivating to me. (laughs) So let's give ourselves the gift of making life a little easier at the most hectic time of the year. Some helpful gifts to yourself might be scheduling doctor checkups and dentist appointments in the summer. Maybe a gift to your future self would be making an appointment with your stylist a couple months in advance because you know they fill up fast in August. And I have to say, I've done both of these things. I got my kids' eye appointments way early. We're already done. Normally, I'm doing that like the week before school starts. (laughs) Dentist appointments are already scheduled for summer, and I already have my oldest hair appointment scheduled. Again, I'm usually frantically like, oh, when can you fit us in before school starts? So those are some excellent ways you can give yourself future gifts. (laughs) And I'll go stars, Emily. That's impressive. Thank you. (laughs) Your future self might appreciate you stocking up on the non-perishable items that your family uses all year so that your grocery shopping will be a little easier when school starts. Or maybe a gift is experimenting with a new system for staying on top of the laundry. (laughs) Or maybe your future self wants you to go spend a bunch of money at a bookstore so that you have books you're eager to pick up on those nights when you'd normally tell yourself you're too busy or too tired to read. (laughs) Our future selves really do like to be spoiled. Yeah, I like the idea that this isn't just about getting tasks done. It's also planning ahead to take care of yourself. So we asked our teacher-approved Facebook group to share what they do in the summer to make their personal lives less crazy at back-to-school time. And they shared some really great responses. So Jennifer says freezer meals are a huge help for her. She says, I try to do one big cooking day right before back to school to put 30 to 50 freezer meals in my freezer. Wow, Jennifer. (laughs) My family and I then get a couple of reheated home-cooked meals a week, and I don't have to stress about shopping and cooking on a school night. That is amazing that she can plan that far ahead. Wow. And for one crazy day of cooking, her family has dinners for several weeks. We might need her to teach us a class on how to make that work. That's impressive. (laughs) If you can't dedicate a day to batch cooking, or maybe you don't have room to store that many meals, another idea is to just double the meals you're already cooking this summer and put one of them in the freezer for the fall. Even if you are only able to get a few meals done, you'll at least have a few nights that you won't have to worry about dinner. And your future self will thank you every time you pull out one of those to reheat. Even if it's just the first day of school that you plan to head for, you will be so grateful. Tracy had several good ideas to share. She says, shop early, plan a fun activity the week before school starts, plan out lunches a week at a time, plan out clothes a week at a time. Love that. Complete your calendar. You could even put your freezer meals and lunch plans on your calendar. Those are such great suggestions. And if you are wanting to get your lunches planned in advance, 
Make sure to go back and listen to that morning message we just shared at the top of this episode for some yummy suggestions. Yes, summer is a great time to try out some new lunches, and it's a great idea to plan your outfits along with your lunches. That would be so handy during those first crazy weeks back to school when the decision fatigue is very heavy. If you are really on top of it in advance, you could, you know, plan out your outfits for the first week or two and then actually just like set them aside in the closet with your shoes and accessories and anything else. And then you've really given your future self a huge gift. And I also love Tracy's idea to intentionally plan a fun activity the week before school starts. I bet that really helps soak in every bit of summer. And if that's an activity with your family or friends, then it's a good way to spend some extra time with them before you're about to get really busy. And Dale actually had a similar suggestion. He said, in August, I plan for something fun on a weekend day in late September. Buy tickets for a show, plan a party, go to a festival, etc. Having this time carved out in advance and seeing it on my calendar helps me avoid making every weekend all about work, especially at the beginning of the year. I love that idea, Dale. That is really so many clever tips rolled into one. I love that he makes sure to plan his fun event ahead of the starting school craziness so he has the time and energy to figure out the details. And scheduling it in late September gives him something fun to look forward to when the work is draining. And I always felt like the end of September was when that haze of starting the year was just starting to lift. I could have really used a fun event about that time but I had no reserve energy to be able to pull something together at that point. So using this summer to plan something fun for the fall is an absolutely genius idea. And it's also so smart to just get it all on the calendar. When I'm planning ahead, I always resist nailing down a specific date because something inevitably crops up and I don't like to be locked into things. But I found that it's better to just put it on the calendar and accept the idea that I might have to reschedule. That's at least keeping all the pieces on the game board, as it were. If I intend to do something but don't really schedule it, it almost never happens. (laughs) I think that's a really common pitfall, or at least it is for me. But research shows that when we really want to do something, we often think that our desire to do it is strong enough to make it happen. So we underplan, thinking that our motivation will carry us through, but... Spoiler alert, we do not. Yeah, we overestimate that motivation. (laughs) If we want to do the things that matter to us, we actually have to have concrete plans in place. Hey there, teacher friend. Do you have a question or concern that could use a teacher-approved solution? We'd love to help you out by answering your question here on the podcast. You can submit your questions to hello at secondstorywindow.net and put podcast question in your subject line. Can't wait to hear what's on your mind. So what plans do you need to put in place? What gift can you give your future self? Maybe it's prepping freezer meals or planning lunches or outfits. Maybe it's planning an activity or two to remind you that you are more than just a tired teacher. If you need a little nudge, consider this question from Greg McCune's book, Essentialism. He suggests asking yourself, what one thing could you do that would make the highest contribution to your life? So since we are focusing on back to school right now, let's tweak that question a little. What one thing could you do to make your back to school transition a little less taxing on your regular life? Now you might instantly know the answer to that question. If not, you might want to list everything that comes to mind when you think of making your life smoother during such a chaotic time. 
Maybe what makes your life smoother is having plenty of time to relax in the evenings. Maybe it's making a plan for at least a little exercise because you know that's the first thing you drop from your schedule when life gets hectic. Or maybe your kids are in a ton of sports in the fall and you need to find a way to make sport life work with teacher life. Once you've got your list going, it's tempting to want to do all of the things, but that's how we end up doing none of the things. (laughs) So it's important to be really critical here. What one thing will make the highest contribution to your back to school life? Once you've zeroed in on that key thing, the next step is to figure out how to make it happen. So if protecting your energy is your priority, Maybe you make that happen by saying no to any after-school commitments for the first six weeks you're back in school. Or maybe it means being okay with more takeout than you'd like while you get your feet under you. If your priority is not giving up on your healthy habits, maybe that means setting up an after-school walking group with some other teachers so you're getting at least a little movement in your day. Or maybe you really dive into freezer meal prep this summer or figure out a new system for staying on top of the laundry. So how much planning do we need to do here? The answer is as much as it takes to make sure it happens. That's why we wanted to have this discussion early in the summer so that you have time to make the back-to-school season a little less draining. We would love to hear your suggestions for ways that we can make our personal lives less crazy at the start of the school year. So please come join the conversation in our teacher-approved Facebook group. Now let's talk about this week's teacher-approved tip. Each week, we leave you with a small, actionable tip that you can apply in your classroom today. This week's teacher-approved tip is make a plan to support the people in your life during the crazy back-to-school season. Heidi, tell us more about this. Well, as we know, the switch from summer mode to teacher mode is rough, but that switch also has an impact on the people that we love. So you might want to consider making a sweeten the season list. Start by listing all of the people who are affected by you being busy and stressed with school. Obviously, kids and your spouse would be on the list, but maybe extend your thoughts a little further. Consider the friend that is used to hanging out with you all day during the summer, or your mom who has been enjoying daily phone calls. Maybe even your pet who is used to you being around all the time. These are the people who have our hearts. So what can we do to sweeten the hectic back-to-school season for them? On your list, make a note next to each name of what you can do to make this transition a little smoother for them. Maybe you need to spend some one-on-one time together this summer. Or maybe you want to write out a bunch of cards ahead of time and then mail them to your best friend over the school year as a reminder that their friendship matters to you, even when you are not available to do very much. The more that we can invest in our relationships, really, the better the rest of our lives will be. To wrap up the show, we are sharing what we're giving extra credit to this week. Emily, what gets your extra credit? I'm giving extra credit to reusable water balloons. (laughs) So aren't water balloons just like such a fun part of summer? It just feels like summer with water balloons. And those bunch of balloons that they sell these days make it so easy to fill them up quickly. I'm always like, you guys have no idea the way that we tie. (laughs) It takes hours and hours to tie those up one by one. So this is so much faster to make them. But they're gone just as fast as they were when we were kids. Within five minutes, a huge bin of water balloons is gone. And then all you're left with is little bits of balloons all over your lawn. It's not great. But balloons are so fun. So I'm so (laughs) glad that somebody has finally come up with a way to do this in a little more economic and eco-friendly way. So they're these new reusable water balloons. And they're made of silicone. 
and they connect magnetically around the middle. So when you throw them, they can burst open, but until you throw them or squeeze them, they stay together really well. They're super easy to fill up to. You just dunk them in the water and then snap them shut. Seriously, could not be any easier. We took some to our neighborhood pool earlier today and everyone was obsessed with them. Kids we didn't even know. We'd look over and they had some of our balloons. Like They were a total hit. So easy to use, really fun, great addition to your summer activity resources. Those sound really cool. You used to have some that were just like knit or something. I know. They were like crocheted or knitted or something. I got them from Etsy a couple summers ago and you dunk them in a bucket of water and they just, because they're really absorbent yarn, they'd contain a lot of water and you could throw them and kind of be like like a splashy rag that you basically (laughs) it was all right the kids had fun with them for sure but i think these are much closer to the actual water balloon experience (laughs) well that sounds really cool yeah i'll put a link to those in the show notes well my extra credit goes to the princess bride home movie something i just stumbled on recently (laughs) but it was made during the early days of the pandemic i guess Quibi had actors do like a shot for shot remake of scenes from the princess bride But like just at their houses with like whatever props they had around the house, which made it, it's way funnier. And I totally missed this when it happened because I didn't have Quibi, but you didn't have Quibi either because that's why Quibi no longer exists. Yep. (laughs) But someone on YouTube was smart enough to save all of the clips and then they pieced them together into one long movie. And if you love The Princess Bride and who doesn't? Come on. I think you will love this. It's so charming. Like Emily said, each scene is filmed at home and it's played by different actors. So you've got everyone from John Malkovich to Zazie Beetz. <laughs> so each scene switches up actors and it just really does feel like watching home movies. It's a lot of fun. And I watched this, I don't know, two weeks ago when I was working, I put it on after you told me about this and it really was a delight. And of course we love Princess Bride. We have such a soft spot for that movie anyway, but it was just such a hoot to see these actors acting so silly and ridiculous <laughs> with such fun source you know, material. Like it was just a hoot. Lego figures acting out some of the big action scenes. Like yes. it's just fun. And yeah. Jack Black pretending to be like climbing up the cliffs of despair, <laughs> but it's just like this very not steep staircase that he's going up. <laughs> With this, with the hose as his his <laughs> rope, it's it's very silly and very funny. And if you need a laugh, I also co-signed this extra credit. So. Oh, that's good. Well, that is it for today's episode. Give your future self a gift by making a plan to ease the back to school craziness, and don't forget our teacher approved tip to sweeten the season for your loved ones. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you shared it with a teacher friend who might enjoy it as well. Sharing with a friend is the best way to help us reach new listeners. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teacher Approved. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow or subscribe in your podcast app so that you never miss an episode. You can connect with us and other teachers in the Teacher Approved Facebook group. We'll see you here next week. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.